This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And My signature are- shade oh, with the bevel blade. That's a major key. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem. Selena thought that she was the A mic, but since she's been gone, I'm the A mic, and what? now you the B mic, Miss Boo Boo Hill. First of all, the, mic are, are the mics are numbered, not lettered, so uh, there's no A and B. Well, you know don't what? Don't listen to Stanley. He has no idea what he's talking I about. I actually don't. I he really doesn't. He drank too much last night. <laughs> I, oh, I did drink a lot yesterday. And now he's, he's still just, hungover. He's just talking no. ish, and he has I'm no clue. But I did have a lot of beers. But guys, so we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, The Voice of Harlem. If you're wondering, I'm here with Selena Hill and Alyssa Fuchs and of course Monty, the intern on the Intern Ones and Twos. And by Ones and Twos, I mean he's taking notes and taking pictures. We were just having a conversation about the number of incarcerated women in jail, in particular black and Latino women who have been put in jail at disproportionate numbers. And now it is time for the News Roundup. But before we begin the News Roundup, I just want to give make a quick announcement and say congratulations to a Be Heard alumni. Patricia Valoy just got married. As you guys know, Patricia was wow, our cool. favorite feminist. She was here keeping us woke on all the issues of intersectionality, of womanism, of feminism, and she married her longtime partner, um, Sammy, and they are now one couple. So um, if you follow but her on no, Twitter... You know, they may be one couple, but I'm sure Patricia is still the most independent woman you're ever going to yeah. meet in that situation. <laughs> yes, congratulations to Patricia. Congratulations. I you, Sammy said I do, and she said, I select you. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but right. now, this is the news roundup, guys. We have plenty of news stories for you. So, Alyssa, go ahead. Hit yeah, us with so, something. you know what? I, it, talking about this, it's like not related to our first segment, but it is, right? Because we obviously spoke about like the disproportionate number of women of color that are in jail and the way in which society treats women of color or just people in color in general versus the way society treats white people. And we have a perfect example of this oh, this God. week with the Olympics, where, you know, Gabby Douglas gets mucho amount of like crap because she didn't put her hand over her heart during the um, national anthem, which, by the way, I don't do that either. But, oh, wow. <laughs> um, just Look at like, you, Rebel. It's a thing. Um, you know, that's a not... choice. To, like, well, yeah, because that's the thing about America. You have the freedom to decide whether you want to do that or not. Like, the government can't force you to do that. We don't live in an authoritarian country. However, we have, on the other hand of that... Our white swimming bro, oh, who, uh, who who fabricates a story about getting robbed at a gas station to cover up the fact that they were drunk and belligerent and vandalized a gas station. Mm. And of course, now, and like everyone's like, oh, this makes other Americans look bad. No, this just makes other Americans look typical, right? <laughs> this is how other people, other countries already view us. This just confirms what they already know. And also just but goes to show like the disproportionate way in which we treat a black athlete athlete versus the way we treat a white male athlete. Stanley? Yeah, let's think about how bold that he was. He thought that he can go to Brazil and he can act up and pee on a gas station and start problems and just lie and say he was robbed because he thought that maybe Brazil didn't have cameras or that if he told that lie, people would believe him because it's him, Ryan Lodge, Olympic gold medal winner and a whole bunch of brown people. And that shows you just how much privilege that he has. And, you know, I'm not surprised that he thought he can get away with it. I'm surprised that he got caught. And nothing, it won't really matter. He's not going to get in trouble. He'll get away. They're, telling, they're saying that he was just a kid having fun, even though he's older than everyone in this studio right now. He's 32 years old. Yep. A 32-year-old year old white man can pee on a gas station, get into a fight, break things, and a 12-year-old boy can't play the park. Like, literally, no, they, were, sorry, they were acting like typical, entitled, privileged, white douche bros, as far as I'm concerned. No, like, 
You're absolutely right. And the thing that really, really bothered me is the fact that he exploited crime in real. So he told, he filed a false for police report saying that he was robbed at gunpoint. But then he kind of made himself as a hero because he was like, yeah, my friends, they got on the ground. But I was just like, hey, whatever. Like when the, when the, when the gunman, the supposed gunman pointed a gun at him. So, I mean, like, it, it was horrible. And the, the reaction that he got just made it worse. When you have people on Twitter like, oh, he's just being a kid. Oh, you know, it, it was just, you know, he was drunk. No, you shouldn't get away with things like that. Right, and it's you know, horrible. it's like the rapist uh, in. Uh, you oh know, yeah, like you know, oh he was just having his twelve minutes of action yeah. or twenty or minutes whatever. of action. Yeah. No, it's horrible. It's horrible. And then Gabby Douglas was also vilified and criticized this year, this Olympics, for her hair again, right? Um, a lot of people were saying that, you know, her edges weren't done. Don't forget my edges. Right, like, <laughs> like, and stuff like that. And I just wanted to make note that I think that all of the criticism Gabby Douglas gets over her hair is just self-reflected. It's just a reflection of the self-hatred that black people have internalized. Because I think that when we don't accept our hair, our skin, our lips, our noses for how they, how God made them and we're like putting other people down, it just means that we don't accept black we don't accept ourselves. We don't accept our black identity and for our the blackness. Record, God didn't make me too much whiskey there. <laughs> and your hair, Stanley, and your hair. You know, but I know and it just goes back to that whole concept of Becky of the good hair. When we talked about right. lemonade. With the good hair. Get it right. With Selena. When we talked about that and you know and I was happy that Alyssa, I mean, Beyonce, I'm sorry, I confused Alyssa and Beyonce really quickly. Yes, I am Beyonce. <laughs> Same difference, right? <laughs> Not really, but when Beyonce addressed Becky with the good hair and talked about colorism, I was really happy because that is an issue, a deep-rooted issue in the black community that we're not over yet. And again, it was portrayed and played out with Gabby Douglas. Didn't you write an, uh, um, yes. a thing piece about that? Yes, and people I did. And said you were hating on Beyonce? No one said I was hating on but, Beyonce. You know, and, and that, you know, the, you're talking about one specific incident with Gabby Douglas but you know like the flag incident is like getting away from the hair for a second like the flag incident is like typical like white people yeah yeah exactly like you know nobody like when when the Lochte thing first happened all these white people that I was reading on the comment section were like they shouldn't have the Olympics in third world countries well Brazil's not even a third world country and you know XYZ and like this and that and like it's they were basically making him out to be the victim when in in reality he was the one who was the entitled one who had done something wrong but she just doesn't put her hand over her heart and people are like going hard about it like that just shows like there's a racial aspect to that and also she was also criticized because supposedly she didn't clap and smile enough when someone else was which winning a, the which competition. Is a, which is the sexist aspect to it. But I want to change gears for a second and talk about a different story, um, you know, which is sort of, I think Stanley mentioned uh, at, during the last segment. So this week, the federal government announced that they're going to be ending the use of private prisons. Yep. Um, right after that, the stock for Corrections Corporation of America, or CCA, fell off of a cliff. Of yep. course, this does not mean that all private prisons are going to go away. Um, This means that the federal government is not going to use them for federal prisons or for federal immigration detention centers. However, states can still use private prisons, so now it's going to be up to the states to decide to divest from the private prison system. And, you know, my personal feeling is we should not have private prisons because, uh, you know, the whole idea of a, of a privatized thing is that the prison has to make money. And in order for the prison to ha- make money, they have to have bodies. And as we saw in the scandal that happened in Pennsylvania, you had a judge that was getting kickbacks in order to pe- 
put people into a prison that shouldn't have otherwise been in prison. And the whole reason was is because the prison needed bodies in order to keep making money and they were it was a whole business and like housing people in prison should not be a business in fact it should be something we don't even want to have to do and we have to reduce the number of people in prison and we shouldn't use private prisons which only increase the number of people we have in prison you hit the nail on the head Alyssa so guys if you want to call in with a question or a comment the number is 212-650-6903 again that is 212-650-6903 I want to take a little bit of time we have left to talk about Nate Parker guys so as you know he has a movie birth of the nation coming out in October. It is um, a movie just pretty much reenacting the um, Nat Turner revolt where he got a whole bunch of his friends and they started going around killing white folk in the 1700s. One of my favorite historical moments. So a story came out. Well, well not a story came out. The story has been out, but it's gotten a lot more attention uh, that he was almost convicted of a rape back in 1999. So he was charged. The charges were eventually dropped. I think the charges were dropped or, or he wasn't... Um, or he wasn't charged for it because some evidence came out, but his friend was charged and those charges got appealed and he won and then he won because the, the victim didn't want to go back and just like relive the experience again. That same woman committed suicide in 2002. And a lot of people have had mixed reviews or mixed responses to this. So some people are saying, well, you know, he was he wasn't convicted. He's innocent. That they're trying to destroy Nate Parker, and they're saying all these things. So I really wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very mixed. I mean, on one hand, like legally speaking, he's not he's not convicted of a any crime, right? He is still right. innocent. I mean, but to just have allegations against you definitely does shatter someone's reputation. But I will say this: it's more than ironic that it's just coming out now when he puts out a movie about slavery and the slave revolt. I mean, it's just, there's it, a lot there. I'll push back on that just slightly. So I agree, I'll agree with you because first the story came out that he had a white wife and that was like a big Oh yeah, I remember that, yeah. And then two days later the, the, the rape story came out. But here's here's my thing. So I've read, read some about this. It wasn't just the fact that he was accused of rape, but he actively tried to intimidate this woman on campus to the point that she had to be moved and he still tried to intimidate her. He followed her to her dorm room. He stood outside of her building. So whether... This is a quote-unquote conspiracy or not. What Nate Parker did, from what we know, was horrible. And we all know that just because you are not convicted of a rape doesn't mean you didn't do it. Because a lot goes into that. Bill Cosby hasn't been convicted of any rape. But do we do we think that he's not guilty of at least one of those 50-plus rapes he's been accused of? Of course not. Exactly. And I think we have to hold Nate Parker accountable. Alyssa? I mean, am I, you know my feelings. You probably already know what I'm going to say, which is, you know, I don't know enough about the facts and the details of it to be able to formulate, like, a personal thing about Nate Parker. But from a legal perspective, I'm always very hesitant to call people guilty, even if we may have a lot of evidence that proves they are, because we still operate on a system of a presumption of innocence, and the government has to prove you guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in order for you to be deprived of your liberty and go to jail. I mean, we just spent a long time talking about people who are in in jail who shouldn't be and uh, there are lots of people who are not in jail that maybe should be but we still you know as Ben Franklin once said I'd rather see nine guilty men go free than one innocent man be imprisoned we have a system of justice that is in theory set up so that we have a very high standard before we can lock you up and put you in jail. Now, as we know, we have seen, and many different times, there are people that we think that should go to jail that do not because they, can, they can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they're guilty. And we have people that we do not think should go to jail that do because whatever evidence gets presented is enough that a jury believes they are guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. I mean, I'll give you two perfect examples of this. Um, one is... A, 
Casey Anthony, right? Yeah. I think nobody disputes that Casey Anthony probably killed that girl. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, the state of Florida could not prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she committed that crime. On the other hand, uh, everybody knows that George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin. Yep. There is no dispute about that. However, they could not prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he wasn't, you know, that he wasn't acting in self-defense or that he, you know, those things, and therefore he went free. So, yes, is the criminal justice system skewed? Yes. However, I hesitate to call people guilty. I think it's better that we say, well, based on what I've heard about it, I would find that they would be guilty if I was on that jury. However, I, right. you know, I, I I can't call them guilty because they are not guilty in a court of law. That doesn't also, that also doesn't make them a good or a bad person. You can think somebody's a good or bad person without saying, well, they're probably guilty. I mean, that's a very safe legal way to put it. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. Alyssa protects us from lawsuits. Right, yeah. That, well, that's... Not even that, no, because you don't, you never know when you're going to be falsely accused of doing something, Especially, right? Let's Stanley blow up. It'll be women out there. Okay, no, I'm never going to say that. I mean, that's, horrible like, that's the thing. You have to hold the same standard that you would want society to hold to you if you were being accused of a serious crime or yeah. even a non-serious crime. But if you were being accused by somebody of committing a rape, then you would want, and you were saying, I did not commit this rape, you would want society to treat you in the way that they would look at you as innocent until proven guilty and not just label you a rapist because somebody said you may have committed a rape, right? Yeah. Especially as a black man. Well, I mean, so the race aspect to, does you, come So then play. you have to say, that's how I'm going to view other people in society. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'll give him that. She's right about that. So, guys, we do have to go on a quick break. When yeah. we come back, we'll be talking about climate change, New Orleans, Republicans, and climate deniers. All of those things and plenty much more because I said so. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. This is Trap Queen. <laughs> <laughs> 